Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Thursday Big Show is officially on the air. I saw this, um, I saw this thing online, how to, make, how to make a no-sew mask in under five minutes. My daughter's making a ton of them to donate to hospitals here. Is it a no-sew? No, it's not a no-sew. There's there's some stitching. This is involved. a no-sew <laughs> mask in under five minutes. You get a bandana and two rubber bands, and for the life of me, I couldn't do it. They have the you know the step-by-step instructions. I gave up. You put the rubber bands around your ears. I don't know what the hell it was. Oh, it you just didn't even was, get the, You didn't get very far into it. Buddy. Very very <laughs> weird. It just didn't work. They had no. supposed to. You can see it on YouTube. They have the whole thing up there. Yeah. I have a trivia question. I know you're a presidential uh, expert. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about expert, but I, I did am a this. Huge... I was fill, filling around, filling okay. around early this morning. Which U.S. president banned Christmas trees from the White House? Was it? Ronald Reagan, Calvin Coolidge, Ulysses S. Grant, or Teddy Roosevelt? I'm going to go with Coolidge. So did I. No. And it was wrong. Yeah. Who was it? Roosevelt. Really? Was I don't it because know why. Was it during the war, maybe? I don't know why, but I don't know. Even during the war, you should have a Christmas tree in the White House. Yeah, you a would think. tradition. I only Check. thought Coolidge because of the Depression, so... Checking in on the Big Show Star Phone today, we have a distinguished attorney. Those are hard to find. He served <laughs> as the uh, U.S. Secretary of Homeland Security back in 2013 all the way through 2017. Uh-huh. Jay Johnson, on his resume, he actually lasted through an entire Patty Steele podcast. <laughs> And that's at the very top of his uh, resume now. <laughs> of course. So, good morning, Jay. Well, I would have got that Roosevelt question right. You didn't ask me. Of course you would have. <laughs> it was kind of a trick question. Yeah. But, good morning. Uh, Scott and Patty, thanks for having me on. Let me first thank the two of you and the rest of people at the rest of the folks at CBS for staying at the helm of this ship during tough times. In crisis, we find comfort in continuity and stability, and your broadcast, your music every morning does that for us. And so on behalf of all your listeners, I want to say thank you. And while I'm thinking of it, we are the champions, Queen. Let's dedicate that to our health care workers, right? Yeah, no kidding. 
You know yeah. what? I'm going to let you take my job over. You're pretty good. <laughs> he's really good. But I have a well, bigger job for him. I, I tell him he's my choice for 2024, or if he would get off his butt for 2020, because we could use somebody. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Don't he's put an that amazing on me, guy. please. I, I'm enjoying being your neighbor down the street in I Montclair, New Jersey. And uh, I don't expect that to change, and I don't want that to change. But. Yeah. We're at a crucial point right now in the in the COVID crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you reported, we had our deadliest day yesterday here in New York City at 770 cases. But the governor has pointed out that we're beginning to see glimmers of hope. We might be reaching the top of that bell curve. The number of hospitalizations on a daily basis is beginning to go down. Mm -hmm. And so we might be reaching the apex of this crisis finally. That does not mean, however, that we can all relax and start returning to life as normal. We're going to have to stay quarantined at home. We're going to have to engage in social distancing for for weeks from now uh, once we get through this. And then once we get through this, and we will get through this, we're going to have to have a very careful plan for how we return to life as normal. We can't all just one day wake up and all go back to work and the New York City subways, New Jersey transit, and, and the buses. We have to have a careful and deliberate plan because the virus is not going away. Uh, it'll still be out there. And so I hope some very, very smart people are thinking about how we return to the new normal once the time is right to do that. What do you think? What do you think is going to be different? What do you think? How many of these uh, initiatives that have taken place in the past couple of weeks are going to be around for a while? Good question. We've been on a longer term trend toward increased social distancing for some time now. A lot of us work remotely. We shop remotely. And this experience will accelerate that and I am quite sure that there's going to be a different longer-term behavior in how we engage each other socially and this this virus will, will, will bring that home. I, I, you'll see uh, differences in behavior and how we respond to each other on the subways. Uh, that wouldn't be such a bad idea by the way. No. And um, so this accelerates a longer-term trend. But we're going to need a very careful plan for how we return to life as normal, how we return to New York, particularly in New York, uh, with our population density. We're going to need a very careful plan for for doing that. We can't all just go back to life as it was on, on day one. One of the things that's been really kind of scary to read about is, you know, when people panic, they try to figure out a way to control things. We know that gun sales are at a record high across the country. My next-door neighbor was saying, and my son as well was saying, that it feels like there's going to be a zombie apocalypse. So we all like need to protect ourselves. We know robberies are up 75% uh, at businesses in New York City. Stores are being boarded up. What is the... And 20% of the NYPD is out sick. What happens in that kind of a situation? And what is the government plan to do in order to not just um, control people, but allay fears? I refuse to even think about it, but I guess we have to think about it. Um, I, I, our law enforcement, I'm quite sure, has a, has a plan 
for in the event things really do go south. But if the zombies do come, <laughs> right? Let, let's hope we never even get there. Um, I think up to now, I've been very impressed by how dedicated and focused and and frankly calm people are, particularly here in the New York area. We're used to dealing with all kinds of things. We dealt with 9-11, and we've had other crises, and I've been impressed by how steady and courageous and calm people are, and I I hope and expect that that continues. Let's not lose our heads. We will get through this. And we will return to some form of a new normal. And I, I, I don't believe we can or should or need to go there. And any, any, any sort of spike in gun purchases and violence. I, I see the reports too, but uh, we're we're better than that, frankly. Yeah, yeah. His name um, is Jay Johnson. He might be president one day. Patty Steele predicts. If I get my way. <laughs> I'm president of the Patty Steele fan club. <laughs> Great. Jay, thank you so much for getting You're up and chit chatting with us this morning. Appreciate it so much. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you. From Montclair, New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. He's Jay such Johnson. A, such a great guy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.